Hello team and welcome back to the Simply Fit Podcast. Today I bring you some incredible news. I have been working on a secret project for the past three or four months now and I now can tell you that the brand new follow along workout channel is live and here. On this YouTube channel you're going to find workouts for fat loss, muscle building, improving your cardio health, flexibility, everything is going to be on there. You're going to find body weight workouts, dumbbell workouts, kettlebell and resistance bands workouts all that you can follow along with and the best part is that it's completely free they're also around 10 to 20 minutes long meaning if you're short of time you can quickly complete an effective workout or you can combine like two or three of them together and complete like a full 45 to 60 minute workout new workouts will go live on the channel every tuesday and thursday and they're going to be accompanied by an amazing backdrop which i'm sure you're all going to enjoy so if you want to find the channel just search elliot hasoon into youtube and you'll find it very easily and please subscribe it makes me very, very happy and it helps the channel grow. And feel free to tell your friends, your family, your pets, whoever you want to share this with and let's work out together. Hello team and welcome back to a very special episode of the Simply Fit podcast I have for you today. I have a huge appreciation for the women who are present in my life. And for as long as I have a platform, I'll do my best to highlight and place the spotlight on as many female voices as I can, not just on International Women's Day, but year round. But as we approach International Women's Day this year, which is set to take place on this Tuesday the 8th, I thought I'd take the opportunity to highlight some of the voices of the incredible women I'm currently working with or have worked with in the past. So I asked these women two questions. What's the best lesson you've learned during your own health and fitness journey? And why would you encourage other women to commit to their health and well-being? And you'll hear their responses in today's episode. And the beauty of this episode is that the range of women is so diverse, all with different perspectives, goals, and circumstances. So I have no doubt you'll resonate with many of the messages that you hear today. And to the men who are listening now, these insights aren't just exclusive to women. These women have incredible perspectives that we can all take something away from. So without further ado, a handful of some of the amazing females that I've had the pleasure of working with. The biggest lesson I've learned in my health and fitness journey is that like with most things in life, it ebbs and flows. I've been undertaking health and fitness as part of my lifestyle for so many years now. And what I've realized definitely of late is that actually it goes up, it goes down. Um, And all you can do is keep putting the hours in, keep putting the minutes in and just keep trying. And sometimes you'll see results and actually sometimes you won't. And that's okay because it's not about the results. It's about the commitment to try and make a difference and make a change. And I think the thing I would say to other women to encourage them to go through this is actually, it's about empowerment. For me, health and fitness is part of what I am. It's my time. It's my commitment to myself uh, through my life. You know, as with so many of us, we give our time away to children, to partners, to family, to work, to all these other things. But actually health and fitness for me is mine. It's about me. It's about my time. It's about protecting what is important to me and actually showing my children that actually women can be strong and women should look after themselves. And it's a really important part of your life to look within and do what's best for you. So the best lesson that I've learned during my health and fitness journey is that consistency and commitment is key. And by that, I mean 
Don't think of the bigger picture and feel overwhelmed by your end goal. Just take baby steps. And even if you're going through a busy period in your life, just do a little bit every day. I've realized that doing even 10% every day is better than doing 0% and that you can eventually reach your goals, even if it takes a bit longer. Um, Also, I'd say commit to your nutrition, even during holidays. I wouldn't have been able to get through Christmases, birthdays, Diwali and loads of trips abroad without tracking all my food. And that doesn't mean I've enjoyed these things any less. I've still been able to enjoy eating things that I love. I've just been more conscious of what I'm eating and how much. I also recently heard a quote that the times you really don't feel like exercising, for example, if you're feeling exhausted or feeling down or stressed, those are the times that you need it the most. And after a session, you'll feel a lot better. And I can certainly relate to that. I'd encourage other women to commit to their health and fitness because on a personal level, I lost about 15 kilos a year before my pregnancy and I felt so healthy throughout, which may not have been the case if I hadn't lost that weight. Also, as soon as I was able to get back into it after giving birth, I did. And I'm really grateful to myself because I feel the healthiest and most confident I've felt in years. And I feel like I also have more energy for my baby. It's also nice to feel like I'm setting a good example to her. And let's face it, being able to fit into clothes that you haven't fit into for years is also an amazing feeling and a real confidence booster. The best lesson I've learned in my health and fitness journey is what I thought were my goals are not actually my goals. So I started off probably like a lot of people wanting to get smaller in size, look better and and feel better about myself as a result. But I realized that that is always so subjective. You're always going to look in the mirror and see things that you can improve or change or tweak. Whereas if you set goals that are quantifiable, that are maybe strength-based or life goals or other, you know, they're tangible and you feel better about yourself because you've achieved them and then you can set better goals or higher goals. You know, for example, if, you know, one of my goals was to do a chin-up. When I achieved that, now I want to do three chin-ups. So things like that. Whereas you know, if I'm constantly looking in the mirror going, do I look good yet? Do I look good yet? It, it, or even a number on the scale, those goalposts are always going to change. So for me, that was a huge, huge learning point. And actually, I realized when you get to a certain size or shape or weight, it actually doesn't matter as much as you think it does, or it doesn't give you as much pleasure as you think it will, because it's just not, there are other things that are more important. So that's something huge that I learned. Another big thing that I learned along the way is my habits the structure and the discipline and the the good habits that I've learned have really spilled over into a lot of different areas of my life. So originally when I was planning meals, well, that helped me to learn to plan other areas of my life. When it came to evaluating what food choices I can make in a diet, that helped me to determine other priorities in my life. So um, it's really, it's been such a great journey for me. Why I'd encourage women to focus on their health and fitness is that it's not just about going to the gym, eating well, looking good, feeling good. It's about taking that time out to work on yourself and to spend time with yourself and for yourself. Because when you go to the gym, when you go for a walk, when you spend time planning your food, you're doing that just for you. And I think as women, we give so much of our time and ourselves to other people and to other pursuits and other things. And we prioritize 
a lot of other things and that's great and that that helps us to be productive but when do we take the time out for ourselves now it's not as easy to say yeah I'm going to go for a massage or I'm going to go and get my nails done but those smaller things like meal planning meal prepping you know going for a walk those are all things we can fit into our day and they are for ourselves and I think it really contributes to a mental well-being and emotional well-being and so that's why I would say do this for you and don't feel guilty about it and prioritize it. The best lesson that I've learned during my health and fitness journey has been the power of persistence. When you really want something and if you really commit to it, you can absolutely 100% reach your goal. And that's what I did. I committed to a healthier lifestyle. I committed to a fitter lifestyle. And a year and a half later, I can confidently say that I have reached my goal and I'm far exceeding my goal. And I would 100% encourage other women to commit to their health and fitness, not just for yourself, but for your family as well. Because me as a mother, I felt like it was extremely important for me to have a healthy lifestyle. So I can also promote this to my kids and my kids can also have a healthy lifestyle. And I need to be able to catch up to my kids. I want to be able to run after my kids. So if I'm not fit enough to do that, then I'm not enjoying my life. So I feel like it's so important in every single aspect of our lives to have a healthier lifestyle and have a fitter lifestyle. Right from school age, health and well-being have been really valued in my life. They've played a really important part in my social life, but also in just keeping me generally fit and healthy. I utilise the opportunities for keeping fit for my mental well-being as well. It gives me the space to think and time away from things. What I've learned over the years is that life changes you go through different seasons, things move on, but health and well-being have remained a constant and finding a way to engage in it has been really important. My one learning is that this can be adapted and you can always fit something in somewhere along the line. I'd encourage other people to get involved. It's not just about the physical part, it's the mental well-being that goes with it. The opportunity for time alone, the opportunity to think, the opportunity for space and the goals that you achieve make you feel good at the end. So the first question was, what's the best lesson you've learned during your health and fitness journey? I guess I'd say it is actually a journey. It's it's a way of life. It's basically what I found was it wasn't just I've lost my weight, a quick fix. I've achieved my goal and that's it. It is actually changing your outlook on nutrition your relationship with food and activity, um, training. Um, I guess I was always scared of lifting heavier weights. I always stuck to the lighter weights and probably did more reps. So the way I look at training, food, actually every aspect in life, social aspects, all in a positive way for myself if that makes any sense. You're more goal-driven, as in you need to ascertain what your goals are and you need to stick to them. Why, why would I encourage other women to commit to their health and fitness? Genuinely, I speak for myself, uh, being Asian, coming from an Asian background, who lived with an extended family and has subsequently moved away from that extended family. We as women generally tend to prioritize partners, 
children, pets, extended family around us. And we put ourselves on on a back burner and always just say, oh, never mind, I'll just eat this. This is what's left or make food for everybody else and be too tired to make anything for yourself or but it's actually taking control of your of your lives and actually saying well great you you're still a big part of my life but actually so am i acknowledging yourself realizing or giving yourself that self-worth that self-importance identifying your own goals which sometimes you don't even really know what they are because you've never been given that opportunity to come out of your shell being in that extended family. And I I genuinely, I think I speak for myself. I actually didn't even know. Someone asked me the other day, what's your favourite food? And I actually, I actually didn't know. Um, I couldn't give an answer because I was, I always cook food for everybody else that I actually didn't even know what I liked. So the whole this whole thing helps you identify with yourself. You prioritize your goals, your self-worth. And I found that the more I prioritized myself and respected myself, people respected me too. I felt I became a lot more stronger emotionally. Um, I was able to deal with other aspects of my life and take control of them more so because I I felt a lot stronger in myself. Health and fitness for me is far more than food and exercise. It's about having, number one, routine. The ability to take decisions based on variables that you set for yourself. And this is how you start your day and end your day. Number two, having the ability to show up. It sounds very simple, but it's not. You may not have a very good day, but if you're on this type of journey, you are going to show up. Why? Because you know that on the other end, the only person who's going to be proud of you is you. Number three, setting goals. I feel that A to B has always been my way of living. If I want something done, I know the process. And when I have a goal in mind, that's what motivates me. This type of journey encourages you to set goals and follow them through. Number four, it's made me a more reliable, compassionate and empathetic person Those are three big words, aren't they? But believe me, when you go on a journey like this, you understand how hard and difficult it can be to get to where you want to be. And that's what activates the empathy and compassion in you. Reliable, well, you have to be reliable for yourself because after all, you're taking care of your body, which believe me, changes all the time. And as a woman, I would encourage other women to go on this type of journey because we have enough moments in life where we are constantly fluctuating between expansion, bloating, shrinking, and and more so when you have children. That internal feeling can make you very hollow sometimes, but having the ability to look after your body only makes you stronger. And we already are compassionate human beings. Why not add this superpower and make it even stronger by taking ownership of yourself And giving yourself that time in the day, because that's all it takes, an hour or two, to dedicate to yourself. Trust me, it's worth it. The big thing I've learned is that age is no excuse. 
I'm over 60 and managed to put on two stone during the lockdowns. It was easier to just say, I'm too old to pull this one back. But you know, I wasn't. I started with baby steps, overhauling my diet, working on simple exercises at home, and it worked. In the early sessions with Elliot, I could only muster a handful of repetitions in some of the exercises, sometimes just two before collapsing on the floor, gasping for breath. Gradually, I improved, and it was amazing how quickly things got easier. I've also learned that the aims you start out with probably aren't the ones which will prove the most important. I started out to lose weight by any which way and didn't think much beyond that. But along the road, I've also got fitter and my eating has been revolutionised. I've always eaten fairly healthily, but had got in a bit of a rut and was certainly drinking too many glasses of wine. The wine is now an occasional treat and not just to celebrate it being six o'clock in the evening, that is. For the first time in years, I feel back in control. I've now lost more than a stone and I'm working my way to a second. It's been slow, at times torturous progress, but now the weight isn't the be-all and end-all. It's an added bonus to a healthy lifestyle. If I can do it, anyone can. And like me, you will probably surprise yourself. So go for it. So I'm going to be that annoying person who who actually has two things. The first one is that mindset really is everything. So if you think to yourself, do you know what, this is going to suck, this is going to be so hard, meal prep is really boring, I hate exercise, I can't do this, this is too hard, then all of those thoughts will actually come into fruition. So invest the time working on how you view things, challenge those thoughts, how you think about them, how you feel about them matters. I try and connect with certain emotions like love, joy, uh, curiosity and gratitude. And to give you an example, I tell myself daily, I love exercising. I am so grateful that I have all my four limbs and I get to move my body. One day I will not be able to do this. Today is not that day. So those messages that you send yourself are key and you need to work on them daily. The second thing is that habits and discipline are the tools in your sort of armour that will help you to be successful. And those um, developing those habits and practising discipline is hard, but it gets easier over time. It's like a muscle. So spoiler alert, you will not always feel like meal prepping. You will not always feel like exercising, but you don't actually feel like brushing your teeth either. And you still don't think, oh, do you know what? I won't bother today. You do it because you know it's the best thing for future you. So Doing hard things now leads to easy long-term consequences. Doing easy things or making easy choices now leads to harder long-term consequences. And why you should do this. So um, because it truly is life-changing. I was 20 kilos heavier than this and than I am now. And um, this affected me in ways that I actually really didn't um, fully appreciate until I changed it. And I know that sounds ignorant, but it's what becomes the norm. You get used to feeling a certain way. So um, losing those 20 kilos, it literally will affect every single area of your life. It will make you a better mum, a better wife. It will make your career better and stronger. It will help you to grow into the very 
best version of yourself and that version of you already exists it's in there but literally my energy levels my mobility my strength the way that I move the way that I deal with stress and handle emotions it affects every single area of your life so go for it I think as a female you wear many different hats not only are you a wife a mother a sister a daughter a friend, you know, you may have a career. There's a lot going on. I think you tend to sacrifice yourself and put others ahead of you. And I think through my health and fitness journey, I've realised that it's okay to put yourself first. It's okay to prioritise yourself sometimes. And if you are in a, you know, better place physically and mentally, then you can be a better person for everyone around you. What's the biggest lesson? Like everything in life, my health and fitness journey hasn't been linear at all. Been in so many up and downs and failed and tried again that I cannot even count. But what I really learned is consistency. Making good choice every day really count. And all those little good choices leads to feeling better, looking better, and to commit for longer towards your goals. I also learned that my body has memory, so I need to treat it right with respect and being gentle. And this really translates in taking care of myself with my habits, with my meals, with my gym sessions, with sleep with water, with everything. The second question is, why would I suggest to another woman to onboard and help them fitness journey? The answer is very simple. If there is an inner voice saying that you could do better, you could treat yourself better, you should definitely listen to it. It's not only on the appearances side, it's also about mental health. It's also about living better. So if you are having second thoughts regarding any of these areas, you should definitely, definitely get support towards, towards it. So team, I hope you enjoyed that very special episode and was able to take some value away from the wisdom of these incredible women. If you did, please share it with some of the wonderful women in your life and don't forget to appreciate and acknowledge them this week alongside every other week as well, but specifically this week to honor them for International Women's Day. So that's everything from me. Take care and I'll speak with you all tomorrow. And that was the Simply Fit Podcast. I hope you gained a huge amount of value from today's episode. I feel inspired to improve your health and well-being. Be sure to search for Simply Fit in Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Spotify, or anywhere else you get your podcasts from. And go ahead and subscribe so you don't miss any future episodes. Also, if you like the episode, please don't forget to give it a five-star rating. I'd love to hear your feedback or any questions you have. So reach out to me on social media. You'll find me on Facebook and Instagram at Elliot Hassoun. Thank you so much for listening. And I look forward to talking with you all on the next one.